Welcome in. It is time for our Big 12 football power rankings on heartlandcollegesports.com. I'm Pete Mundo. It is always great to be here with you guys, and we appreciate you joining us no matter how you're joining us. If you're on the podcast, leave that rating, review, subscribe. You get a free Heartland College Sports koozie when you do that. And send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Of course, if you're on YouTube, hit that like button and subscribe. The video content is continuing to come your way on YouTube. And Facebook Live, it's good to be here with you guys. So, Big 12 football power rankings. I am going to do these from 10 to 1. I stupidly have been doing these from 1 to 10. Uh, What's the fun in going 1 to 10? We're going to go 10 to 1. So let's do these Big 12 football power rankings, and we'll start at number 10 for week four. The West Virginia Mountaineers. All right, they were in the basement last week. I had them at 10 last week after losing to Kansas. I cannot move them any higher than the basement when they demolished Towson out of the FCS. Sorry, not going to happen. Not when you are only beating and your only win is against an FCS program. We're not moving West Virginia. They are staying solidly in that number 10 spot. Things can change. Of course, as always, things can change. But I'm not changing them right now for the West Virginia Mountaineers. Next up at number 9, TCU. I've got TCU number 9 in the Big 12 Power Rankings right where they were at last week as well. TCU didn't play. Uh, Last week, they've got SMU this weekend for the Iron Skillet. But it's looking, their schedule, let's just say, is looking weaker by the day. Colorado is just terrible, absolutely terrible, and they played Colorado and Tarleton State. So we're keeping TCU at number nine this week. Remember how I do these. They're not based on what I think the Big 12 is going to look like. It's based on what you've done on your resume, who you've beaten, and the extra emphasis is on the most recent game. That's how I do power rankings. That's what makes this fun. Just to remind people, because I know I'm going to start getting some, uh, I'm going to start getting a hard time here as we continue the Big 12 Power Rankings countdown. At number eight in the Big 12 Football Power Rankings for the second straight week, the number one team goes down. I've got K State falling from one to eight. That's how bad that loss was to Tulane. They were 14 point favorites at home at the Bill. And they put up a complete dud of a game against Tulane. It was a trap game. I picked Tulane plus 14. I didn't think they'd actually lose the game. They end up losing the game. It was a classic trap game. But, man, they got to figure something out with Adrian Martinez in that passing game. You have to do it. He was timid most of the game. The talent's there, especially on defense. You have who I believe to be the most explosive player in the league in Deuce Vaughn. But that was a bad performance for Kansas State. I'm bumping them down to number eight. At number seven, the Texas Tech Red Raiders. They were three last week. They fall to seven. So it's a free fall for two of the top three teams in this week's power rankings. If it wasn't for Texas Tech's defense, that game would have been a blowout at NC State. That's how bad and ugly that game was for uh, Texas Tech on Saturday night. The play calling was weird. The coaching decisions were strange. You had NC State burning off, you know, seven minutes of game clock. In the fourth quarter, Texas Tech didn't use any timeouts. And then with a minute left, down by 13, Joey McGuire starts burning his timeouts. It made no sense. 
going forward on 4th and 10 from your own 35-yard line early in the fourth quarter made no sense. Didn't get it. Uh, Texas Tech, as a result, drops to number 7 this week. At number 6, the Baylor Bears. Baylor came home after uh, losing to BYU and did what they were supposed to do against Texas State. Uh, there wasn't a lot to learn, take away from this game at all. But Baylor's 2-1 and one after non-conference play, and uh, they are trying to defend their Big 12 title. So I've got Baylor at number 6 this week, up from number 7. At number 5, the Iowa State Cyclones come in at number 5 in my Big 12 football power rankings. They're 3-0. and They rolled Ohio on Saturday. Hunter Deckers continues to look Really solid at quarterback. As a first-year starter, he was 28-36 for 268 yards and three touchdowns defensively. They're growing into themselves. Four sacks, seven tackles for loss. You like to see that. But now the real competition steps up for Iowa State. We are going to learn a lot about the Big 12 this week because Iowa State hosts Baylor and one of the most underrated games on the college football slate in week four. That's how big this game is. That's how important this game is as well for both of these teams. If Baylor loses and falls to 2-2, two and two, then you say, can Baylor really compete at the top of the Big 12? If Iowa State wins, are they now a dark horse at 4-0? Beating Iowa, beating Baylor, getting off to a hot start, something that typically Matt Campbell has struggled with. Now, Campbell, you know, has never beaten Iowa until this year. He's always been a slow starter. If they're 4-0 and Hunter Deckers continues to improve, are they a team that we aren't talking enough about as a result? So Iowa State comes in in the Big 12 football power rankings this week at number 5. At number 4 in my Big 12 football power rankings, the Oklahoma Sooners up from number 8 after crushing Nebraska 49-14. Now, this game says just as much about how far Nebraska's football program has fallen and where that program is is, is right now, days after firing Scott Frost. But you got to give it to Oklahoma. Offense was crisp, looked very good. Uh, Dylan Gabriel with that, you know, tiptoeing the sidelines for a touchdown. That was fun to see. But Nebraska's a really, really bad team. Regardless, OU is 3-0 and after... What was probably the weakest non-conference slate in the Big 12, I felt that way for the last couple of weeks with how far Nebraska's fallen. It probably was the easiest non-conference schedule in the Big 12. So I still feel like I don't know what this Oklahoma team can be, but I predicted them before the season to play for a Big 12 title against Baylor. I'm not going to back off that, but we're just going to learn a lot more about them this week at home against Kansas State in prime time. That's going to be good. So OU moves up from 8 to 4, and they'll keep rising. They'll keep rising if they keep winning games. Don't worry. That's how this works in our Big 12 football power rankings. Number 3, I've got the Oklahoma State Cowboys up one spot from 4. Cowboys did what they were supposed to do against Arkansas Pine Bluff. That game was over after the end of the first quarter. They won a 20, or they didn't win 28 nothing. They were up 28 nothing after the first quarter, 163-7. Uh, not a great non-conference slate. Central Michigan, Arizona State already fired Herm Edwards, and then Arkansas Pine Bluff. So it's like not a great non-conference. Oklahoma State and Oklahoma had pretty weak non-conferences, but Oklahoma State's was a tad better. So I'm giving them a slight edge for now at number three in the power rankings. And now you look at this Oklahoma State team. They've got a bye week this week. 
So Oklahoma State has a very difficult schedule because of where their bye week dropped. OU's bye week is this week, and then it's nine straight Big 12 games starting against Baylor. Somebody at the Big 12 scheduling office hates Mike Gundy because this, this is a raw deal, an absolutely raw deal to have Oklahoma State with a bye week this week and then having to play nine straight conference games. And they don't have like a Thursday game to get a mini bye week out of it or something. They've got nothing. So Oklahoma State comes in at number three, but enjoy the week off. I'll say that. Although, in fairness, UABP was a week off too. At number two, we're keeping the Texas Longhorns right there. Um, I know you're saying, hey, what's the deal here? Texas at number two, they're two and one. What's that all about? You play Alabama down to the wire with a backup quarterback, you're getting love on this show. You're getting more love than blowing out Arkansas Pine Bluff. You're getting more love than blowing out Nebraska. You're getting more love than blowing out Ohio. I like teams that play somebody. And Texas didn't just play somebody. They played Alabama down to the wire with a backup quarterback. So I'm keeping them at two. A slow start against UTSA. But the second half, they blew that thing up, blew that baby up, got an easy win. B. John Robinson had a beast of a game. Um, and Texas looks like, and they're going to have to rely on this running game to compete at the top of the Big 12. But I'm keeping, they were at two last week, and I'm keeping Texas there. Bijan had 183 rushing yards, three scores, and considering Hudson cards banged up, yes, they got out of the gate slow, but I'm keeping Texas in the number two spot this week. So that brings us to number one. If you told me, At any point this season, this team would be number one in my Big 12 football power rankings. I would ask you how much you had to drink or something else, depending on which state you live in. That's what I would say. That's how stunned I am that I'm doing this. But I've got the Kansas Jayhawks at number one of the Big 12 football power rankings this week. KU is 3-0 for the first time in 13 years. They beat Houston on Saturday. They won after trailing by 14 points. That's right. Second straight week, KU's won a game trailing by 14 points in the first quarter. They beat West Virginia on the road. They beat Houston on the road. Back-to-back, solid road wins. One against the Big 12 team in conference play. The other against a future Big 12 team that was in the top 25 up until last week in Houston. Both times trailing by two touchdowns. Jalen Daniels is becoming one of the most exciting players, the quarterback for Kansas, becoming one of the most exciting players to watch in the Big 12. He has earned Kansas's first Walter Camp Football Foundation National Player of the Week award after his performance last week. So KU is, yes, in the top spot in our Big 12 football power rankings this week. There you go. Now, the bad news for Kansas is this. The last two weeks, our number one team has ended up losing. So I don't know if it's the Heartland College Sports Power Rankings jinx, but for two straight weeks, two weeks ago, Baylor was one. They lost to BYU. Last week, K-State was one. They they lost to Tulane. Kansas has won this week. They play Duke on Saturday. I'm not here to jinx anybody. But those are my Big 12 football power rankings, which once again are based on what you've done with extra emphasis on this past week's game. Kansas 1, Texas 2, Oklahoma State 3, Oklahoma 4, 
Iowa State 5, Baylor 6, Texas Tech 7, K-State 8, TCU 9, and West Virginia 10. All right, let's see. Let's go to the comments on Facebook Live. This should be good. Uh, Pete, you simply can't do a power ranking today. TCU didn't play this last Saturday. What do you mean I can't do a power ranking, my man or woman? What do you mean I can't do a power ranking? I, I don't not do power rankings because the team has a bye week. That's not how this works. Uh, Cody writes, you're wrong. Bye, Felicia. I don't know what that means and what I'm wrong about, but I guess Cody didn't like anything in the Big 12 football power rankings for whatever reason. So, all right. Goodbye, Felicia, as Cody said. Uh, Pat writes, you guys are Sooner homers. See, I've been getting roasted by Sooners fans because of where I've had them in the Big 12 football power rankings. I had them eight last week. I have them four this week. OU fans are killing me over the power rankings. But as I keep telling fans of every team, this is not what I predict the Big 12 is going to look like by the end of the season. This is what have you done thus far during the season based on your level of competition and who you've played and how you played against the competition. That's what I do my power rankings based off of. If you want a boring power rankings, go to any of the major outlets. ESPN, CBS, they'll give you generic 1 through 10 power rankings for the Big 12 based on what they think is going to happen. That's not how a power ranking should be done. Uh, Pat, Pete, when is Oklahoma State going to show somewhat of a commitment to no longer being satisfied with being average at best and getting a coach that will yield tangible results? Uh, I had to get halfway through that to realize it was a joke, Pat. You know, you got to give Mike Gundy this. Mike Gundy is a guy who it feels like every year, especially the last couple of years, few years, really, Oklahoma State's sitting there well into the top 25, top 10, top 15. No one talks about him. No one gives really any attention, any credit. And I think it's completely ridiculous that Mike Gundy doesn't get the love, uh, the attention. And, and I think Mike Gundy's come to accept it. But it is strange how this Oklahoma State program, just year in, year out, is pumping out 10-win seasons, top 15, top 10 rankings, and no one really talks about them like they should. Like they do some of these other hack teams that you know may have one top 10 finish every five years. And it's like, oh, I'm trying to think of some of the you know, notable ones, like Auburn. Auburn of pop once every A&M, right, on the short list. You know who those teams are. Even teams like, I don't know, Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan to a lesser degree. Same thing. Let's take a look uh, what else we've got here. Three. This is from Dale. Three more wins in Kansas goes to a bowl game. Rock, Chalk, Jayhawk. That's right, my man. That's right. Three more wins. K- I mean, I picked the over on KU. I love the over on KU at um, two and a half. I didn't think they'd hit it by mid-September. I'll get to more of your uh, comments here on Facebook on Heartland College Sports. Get to that coming up. But want to let you know about our great sponsor for this show. It is DraftKings. And while we're, of course, a Big 12-based show, the NFL's in full swing, right? And uh, DraftKings is the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Touchdowns, big plays, even bigger wins. New customers anywhere in the country watching this show 
where, of course, you can legally play. Can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Well, if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. What does that mean? Every leg you add to your parlay, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. That's payouts bigger than ever. Why bet football anywhere else? All right, so what you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code HCS for Heartland College Sports. Get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code HCS only at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, Adam on Facebook Live. End of the day, it's the best the Big 12 has been top to bottom. Will be a fun but challenging year. I expect the Big 12 to beat each other up, and the the national wording will be its average compared to the Big 10 and SEC. You're absolutely right, Adam. Absolutely right. That will be the conversation. There, There is no more bottom feeder. Look at Kansas. There's no more bottom feeder in this league. It might be West Virginia, and West Virginia should have beaten Pitt in the backyard brawl on the road in week one. When your bottom feeder was a drop pass away on the road from beating the defending ACC champs, uh, that's a really good conference. I can't see the Big 12 having this year a playoff team for a multitude of reasons. It seems pretty obvious that uh, Georgia, Ohio State, Bama are obviously your top three. Everyone's fighting for a fourth spot. Uh, You know, maybe Alabama's not what we thought they were going to be based on that Texas game. I don't know for sure. But if you got everybody else fighting for that fourth spot, you know, you got to have one loss. And this feels like the kind of year where the Big 12 champ will indeed have two losses. And the Big 12 champ is two losses. They're not getting into the 14 playoff. You and I both know that that is not going to happen in the Big 12. That's just how this league has been treated. So it's unfair, but I think that analysis, Adam, is spot on in terms of what the national narrative is going to be about the Big 12. And it's going to be wrong. As you noted, Adam, it is going to be wrong. They're all going to be wrong about it because they're not going to watch it. I got to do more on this, uh, but Emmanuel Acho, (laughs) do you see this guy? We called him out on Twitter at Heartland underscore CS. Go check it out for yourself. This dude literally says the Big 12 doesn't focus on defense. His words. No one in the Big 12 focuses on defense. One of the most ignorant, stupid things I've ever heard somebody say on national TV that covers college football for a living, supposedly covers the Big 12 for a living. Emmanuel Acho with Fox Sports. I was like, is this dude serious? Am I listening to Emmanuel Acho talk about how the Big 12, nobody focuses on defense? Has he met and heard of Dave Aranda? Uh, Has he? John Heacock, Iowa State's defensive coordinator, got interviewed by Notre Dame? Do we want to keep going down the list from there? Oklahoma State lost its defensive coordinator to Ohio State? Yeah, but no one no one focuses on defense. Oklahoma State just lost its DC to Ohio State, you doofus. My goodness, what an absolute fool. So I called him out on Twitter and he just had the lamest bunch of excuses. You can find the article. We wrote about it on the website. Just search Emmanuel Acho or just look on our Twitter at Heartland underscore CS and you can see the video for yourself. We posted the video 
on our Twitter page on Saturday. It's got like 25, 30,000 views at this point. It has just blown up. But it was one of the most ignorant things I've ever heard a college football analyst say. And that's saying something considering I watch Desmond Howard on college game day every week. Oh, my goodness gracious. As someone that watches Desmond Howard for three hours, and I think Emmanuel Acho said the most ignorant thing ever. That tells you something. That was brutal. So, ish, I mean, it was, it was uh, beyond frustrating to watch some of that stuff happen. Beyond frustrating. Pete Mundo with you, heartlandcollegesports.com. It is always great to have you here. Being a part of the show, thanks to our friends on Facebook, on YouTube, on the podcast. You guys are the best. Subscribe. Leave a rating review. Get a free Heartland College Sports koozie. When you leave a rating and a review on the podcast and iTunes, send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Uh, Pete, how did Baylor-Iowa State get an 11 a.m. time slot? Easily one of the top five games this coming weekend. College football uh, TV networks are liking the 11 a.m. slot more and more because they want their pregame shows to get views. And they believe feeding into a good game at 11 a.m. instead of waiting for prime time gets them good, good views on their pregame shows. That's why the 11 a.m. slot is becoming, I don't want to say more coveted than prime time, but certainly secondary in terms of most coveted spots by TV networks beyond the mid-afternoon 2.30 slot. That's why. That's what it's all about. It's bad for fans. It's bad for tailgating. It's bad if you want to try to have you know, a dozen beers before the game. But for TV networks, uh, you know, they're trying to make some coin, and they believe that's the best way to do it. I agree. I don't like having those great games at 11 a.m. Baylor-Iowa State is a really compelling game, but that's why they're doing it. That's why they're doing it. You guys have a great day, all right? We have got much more content coming your way on all our platforms. Subscribe to us everywhere and anywhere so you never miss a show. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com. Check out the site. Covering the Big 12 top to bottom independently all our growth is because of you. We are not partnered with anybody. We are completely independent. So thank you for sharing this. Thank you for passing the show on. And we'll talk to you all soon. Have a great day. Take care.